how you feel now will be worth what you want later. We don't have a later mentality in this society. We don't have a, okay, I'm going to, like Christy says, the long game. We don't have the idea of I'm looking down the road. I'm looking to not having my feet, not have feeling, not having to be on dialysis, not having to check my blood sugar, not having retinopathy. We're not thinking about that. We're only thinking about the moment. I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight-up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome, 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 welcome to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. Hello to all of you. Christy Code Red Nickel. You know, a lot of people don't know my, don't know my last name, but it's Christy Code Red Nickel, <laughs> author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer. And I am so fortunate to be joined by Carrie Code Red Thompson. Ah, <laughs> Carrie Code Red. People have said that to me on airplanes. Carrie Code Red, I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm just Carrie. <laughs> you know, people just call mom, mama code red, you know, but normally That's it's mama cute. Carol, but That's cute. We're so happy that you're here with us, guys. Uh, this podcast is ranked number 250 out of 860,000 podcasts. So we're really proud of that. And hey, it's a really great place for you to come and get real, raw, honest answers, which, by the way, is a good segue into this week's review that I was so fortunate. This is from... Um, Mego Ego 3, great name, Mego Ego 3. Uh, she gave it five stars and she said, this podcast keeps me on track. I love how raw and honest Christy is, much like myself. I listen to all of these. It keeps me on track with my nutrition and I've had great success. Thank you, Christy, for your passion to help heal others even when we don't deserve it. Ooh. Ooh. That'll preach. Grace. Oh, what a day that will be. I don't know. <laughs> I know. When my Jesus, I will see. Mm, mm. Hey, listen, we, Carrie and I have screwed up on this as well. We are no different than you. It's just that we know what it takes to stay on track and we hold each other accountable and you guys hold us accountable, but we still struggle like you guys do. So you got to know that we don't judge you for struggling, but we oh. do get upset with you if you struggle and you don't, you know, like you keep junk food in your house. Well, I don't know why I'm struggling because you have junk food in your house. We all exactly. would struggle. You got to exactly. follow the rules. You have to follow the rules. I mean, like Christy always says, you're going to follow a set of rules, some set, either it's the set of pricking your finger six times a day and give yourself insulin or it's this set of rules. But eventually everyone follows a set of rules. People say like, I don't want to take an hour to food prep on Sunday night. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. You'll be an hour in your diabetic doctor's office Monday morning. So spend that hour doing this or spend that hour doing that. You're spending that hour because ain't Amen. nobody getting out of the rules. So Amen. that's one of them too. So I love the name of this episode. Like we're talking about Amazon Prime. Amazon <laughs> Prime has been like the best thing that's ever happened to all of us, right? I mean, let's be honest, but it's also the worst thing in some ways and it's worse because everybody expects everything now, Amazon Prime. And it is. We are a society and myself included. I'm like this. And I'm looking at my phone for those of you that are like, can I get it tomorrow? Then <laughs> I got to wait three days. 
for somebody in a different state to put it in a box and then stick it by the UPS mail, which has to be driven by people, processed by computer, and hand-delivered by, I think his name is Bob, my mail carrier. Like, And I'm upset if I can't get tomorrow. What time tomorrow? So we are a lack of, there's no, what's the word? Not anticipation. Instant gratification and gratification. That was the word I say. We have no lack of instant gratification in our society. We don't have to wait for anything. Even Amazon will deliver on a Sunday. Like, come on. Even Jesus is resting on a Sunday. I mean, I can't believe that is crazy. But here's the problem with that. Here's why we're talking about it. Because people have uh, grown to expect this Amazon Prime delivery when it comes to healing your body through Code Red. Right. There are no more banker's hours, Christy. Mm. There's no Monday through Friday, 8 to 4, 9 to 4. Even the post office works on Sundays. I mean, it's, there's no rest. There's no downtime. And because of that, because of our need to give people product quickly and efficiently, hyper-efficiently, Christy is right. People have that same attitude when it comes to taking their life back. And it's causing problems. It truly is. I'll tell you what's different. Now, you have a, an almost 10-year-old at the time of this recording. And when we were growing up, Carrie and I, oh, I'm getting ready to say it. I'm getting ready to say it. Buckle up. When we were growing up, we had to work for everything. Carrie and I both had jobs at very young age. I remember we were bucking hay. We were milking cows at a very young age in the dead of winter. I'm going to go ahead and say it uphill both ways. I'm just going to throw that in there. But I bought my first horse at 10 years old. I made $50 a month of payments for 10 months to my neighbor, Grace, and bought this horse. And Carrie had a job working as early as she could at the local- At 11, at 11, I was babysitting. And not just babysitting a couple nights. Like I babysat the entire summer when I was 11. By the way, who let me watch their children at 11? (laughs) We were, I we were good girls. We yeah, were good kids. 11, 11. <laughs> like if they had a stab wound, I wouldn't have known what to do. What if they had anaphylactic reaction? I'd be like, I'm 11. I haven't even started my period. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I know it. But you know, you, when you have to work that hard for things and you have to earn it and you have to work towards it and you have to make payments for something and get it at the end of the summer or get it at Christmas time and you have to wait 10 months for something or next year I'm going to get it. You learn how to be patient. You really appreciate things on how to, having to work for it. And that's something that I know a lot of kids don't even have a clue about. Maybe you can speak to this with your child. You know, with all of my children, all of I kids. have three raised kids, you know, and then one that's still at home. It's very interesting. The raised kids love to remind me of how unfair it is that they're one at home gets things. It's just different. Like, so I'm going to stick up for her and say that it is different. Um, you know, the other day I was trying to explain to Anne Marie, my almost 10 year old about when you wanted a response from somebody, you would take a piece of paper and a pencil and you would write it on the, on a letter. So that's paper and pencil and put it in an envelope, put a stamp on it. Now she knows about that because she writes thank you notes for everything that she gets, but then you'd have to wait till it got there. It's not an email. They'd respond on paper and pencil, and then it would get back in the mail and come back to you. And that was a month process, sometimes a two week process, sometimes 
And people just don't understand this idea. And we've all done it to ourselves. It's not like, oh, those Generation Y, those Generation X, those millennials. It's not fair because it's just the society we live in now. So it is, it's sort of like saying, I don't want my kids on any technology. Now, a lot of you are going to be angry about me saying this. I don't agree with that. Because the thing is, back in the day, it was Elvis being evil and thrusting. I mean, that was straight from the devil. It was telephones are from the devil. Electricity is from the devil. So every generation has their things. This is what we face as our generation. These are the challenges we face. It's just true. I mean, nobody is hitting the play and record button to get their favorite song <laughs> off the radio. Carrie, I got to tell nobody you. Nobody knows about that anymore. Ellen DeGeneres on her show has this thing called Ask a Millennial. And she has a millennial come up to the thing and she has a map, a folded map, a phone book and a regular rotary phone. Okay. Some of you guys listening to me are not going to even get this, but she has them find something on the map and then refold the map. She has them look up like Bob's towing in the yellow pages and then they have to call him using the rotary phone. And it's so funny to us. And so, okay, I wanted to throw that in. I'll never forget the brand. I got to say, I just have to say it since we're chatting. The brand new nurse. I tra was training a brand new nurse. This was not too many years ago. And we were in a unit that had phones. Like, I don't know if you guys remember, remember they had cords and buttons. And so I was like, go ahead and call Dr. So-and-so and let him know what's going on and ask him for an order. She was not a stupid girl. She was getting a nursing degree and she did not know how to dial nine to get out. Nine to get out. Everyone knows it's nine to get out. I mean, she had no idea to dial nine and it's just not something she had faced. So what's happened because of all these funny stories, record players, CD players, you know, trying to get online, dial up, all those funny things have led us to a society that does not understand the importance of being patient for a process. Mm -mm. That's what's happened. We're finding that so much every day we hear frustrations and this is so much of what we do. In Code Red, you can lose 10% of your body weight every month on a custom program. My gosh, 10%? That's by eating real food, no shakes, no pills, no diet foods, no exercise. So it's remarkable. We are, nobody gets weight off people better than Code Red. Nobody. I'll put up so, ourselves up against anybody around. Come on, let's go head to head. Right. I'm telling you, nobody can come close to us. And yet still, people get frustrated. And we hear it every time and we feel so many frustrated people that are stalled, but they're stalled. I mean, Carrie, just this morning on Instagram Live, my normal Instagram Live, the girl says, I'm so frustrated. I'm 5.5 pounds down and I'm stalled. I'm so frustrated. So being that I know, I, you know we, we're trained in Code Red to ask questions, a certain questions. I said, how long have you, have you been losing weight? And she said, nine days. And I said, you've lost 5.5 pounds in nine days but you haven't lost any in the past two and you're upset. Yeah. You have to give your body a minute, a hot minute to catch up. I love how Jim Gaffigan describes it. He goes, uh, I don't think we'll get in trouble for saying this, but I love how a famous comedian that is named Bim Baffigan. No, he, he, you can talk about it. So Jim Gaffigan goes, uh, Chinese food is fast. It's almost too fast. You go, I like the number. Oh, there it is. <laughs> As it shows up, you know, so it is, it's too fast. It's so fast, but that is how everyone thinks it's going to be. And we experience this with our physical products, like trying to get cookbooks and water bottles to people and people being so upset and people used to shipping, which is 
I'm sure billions of dollars in cost to Amazon to get things to people that fast, but we don't have that same kind of system. So we're just normal. We're normal. And uh, I'm used to it there, but I'm also used to it just like with weight loss, what Christy says. And this is where I see it as a nurse, Christy. People write in to me, they go to the help desk, which is you know a ticket system where people can uh, submit a medical ticket. All of those come directly to me. And they say this, Carrie, I've been eating code red and I still have blank or I'm experiencing blank or I had this. And like Christy says, when I go back and investigate, they've only been eating code red a month, maybe even six months. Let's even say a year. But this is the point that Christy and I want to bring up. You were eating poorly, shoving ho-hos and spaghetti-os and snack well cookies down your pie hole for 30 years, for 20 years, for 10 years, for 15 years. In six months, one month, two months, three months, all your health-related problems aren't going to go away. And that's what we mean by no one wants to play the long game for that delayed gratification. I like that. No one wants to play the long game. They just expect, you know, like, oh, like I still have an eczema breakout. Well, just a minute. I mean, you have an autoimmune disease. We have been able to, your body has reversed all these problems. And the last thing it's working on is your eczema. My gosh, you guys, you have abused food for decades. Yes. Abused food for decades. You've drank karma macchiatos and you've eaten cake pops and you've had a bottle of wine a night and a half a case of Diet Coke a day. And you're two weeks on Code Red and you're wondering why your cravings haven't gone away. My gosh, your body has been used to one certain thing. Oh, and another one, Carrie, how about women in their periods? Uh, We have women who you get on code red and of course, hormones are stored in fat. So as you lose body fat, you're going to find that your hormones will shift. Everything shifts. I mean, you're talking about doing a 180 degree turn on your eating style and Katie bar the door, my period's late or I'm spotting or I haven't had a period in a month or I've had a constant period for a month. We just sit back and we say, yeah, what the heck did you expect? Yeah, you're feeding your body water, which it's probably not had in decades. You're feeding your body real food. It was interesting. I had a, we have a family member who's lost 80 pounds with us and I've been mentoring this family member as because they're a family member, Christy and I have been helping them out because we love them and they're amazing. So through that process, it's been very interesting to hear them talk about the changes and even the addiction to the sugar. They said to me, you know, Carrie, it's been 50 years and I've been, she said, as a child, I remember asking for sugar, asking for sugar. Christy, you won't believe this. Finally, my mom saying, fine. And her going out and taking a spoon and sitting with the sugar and just <gasps> eating it out. <laughs> oh my gosh. But that's an addiction oh. that, that person's had for years. That ain't going away with one month worth of code red. That's not going away with two months worth of code red. And the other day we were talking about this person and they know about that. Christy said she is the kind of person that just has to stay connected to us. And that's how it is, guys. These are lifelong patterns. Christy, I can talk so many stories about addiction, about throwing cake into the garbage and then going back in to get it out. I'm just saying people have done it. So you guys, if you have that kind of an addiction and you're five days into code red, I have a headache. You probably need extra water and some salt. Yeah, I don't feel good. Ooh, what did you expect? (laughs) I mean, this is, you're like a Christy in the ICU, people coming off drugs. 
Mm. We used to, I mean, I'll never forget. This was not around here, so I can say it. But we had a very important public figure in the ICU one time coming off drugs, like a mayor or something. I don't remember who, who the person was. But the drugs were so strong in their system that we had them in four-point restraints. <gasps> and it was the saddest thing. I mean, they wanted it. We had permission. I don't want you guys to think that, well, I carry was a nurse where they tied up patients. Well, I mean, you know, it happens. It, there are lots of laws and regulations around it. But watching that person sweat and throw up and try to get out of bed and out of their mind crazy. And of course, we were giving them medications. It's just a horrible process. It really is. But all that to say, oh, that's what it's like coming for some people, depending on what your habit is, getting off all this junk. It's very addictive. So you got to look at the long game on this. This is hard, Carrie. Well, yeah, it's hard, but you're going to feel a lot better in a week. You're going to feel a lot better in two weeks. But people don't want to put up with the crappy feelings now for how good they're going to feel later on. And people ask us, they say, I'm having a stomach ache. Is that because of Code Red? And we're always like, so you had Pop-Tarts and, and Ho-Hos and Caramel Macchiatos before. So you switch to meat, vegetables, nuts, eggs, seeds, seafoods, and fat and water. And you're tracking your sleep. You're getting at least seven. So that's causing the stomach ache? No, it's the change. It's the body trying to detox. And detox is a very, very, very rare thing. Real thing. For the Very average real. person, it takes four to seven days. That is, yes. Amazon Prime will get it to you tomorrow. So please don't think. You can't detox tomorrow. No, no, you can't detox tomorrow. Right, exactly. And for some people, it's, I mean, Carrie, I had a nurse that drank almost a case of Diet Coke a day. And when I had her on the program and she was so sick coming off of the Diet Coke that I had to go to her. And this is before when I had the ability to go physically see all my clients, I had to go to her in Nampa in the ICU and just kind of hug her and say, hey, you can do this. You can get through it. You know that she quit. She couldn't do it because she didn't want to push through that. Wow. Well, that's a miserable feeling. When I was coming off the diet drinks, I had nausea. I had brain fog. I remember being in the ICU and thinking, oh, Jesus, don't let me hurt anybody. Please don't let me hurt anybody because I could not think clearly. You're looking clearly, right? You're looking at a good seven days for the average person of feeling like crap, but I'm telling you, so it's not going to happen in one day. It's not going to happen in two days. It's not going to happen by Sunday. The Amazon prime guy pulls up and then your troubles are over. You're going to have to push through about seven days of being nauseous. Possibly it depends on how severe, how much sugar you were eating before you came to us, possibly having fatigue. I'm sure you're going to have some headaches. It is just how it's going to be. But man, on day eight for the average person, you wake up and the brain fog is lifted and you got more energy and you're noticing your joints aren't aching. It is worth pushing through. You know, interesting, Christy, we could take this in a different direction too. We could say, when I was teaching graduate school, people would be like, this master's degree is hard. And I would say, yeah, it's hard. Otherwise, everyone would have one. Yeah, exercise is hard. Otherwise, everyone would be an athlete. Yeah, losing weight's tough. Otherwise, everyone would be skinny. Now, I think we are the easiest of the tough, but it's tough. I mean, it's the mindset of this, I wrote this down, Christy, and this kind of inspired, this was part of one of the pieces of our inspiration of this talk. And I wrote down and I taped it inside of my pantry and it says, what you want later will be worth how you feel now or how you feel now will be worth what you want later. We don't have a later mentality in this society. We don't have a, okay, I'm going to, like Christy says, the long game. We don't have the idea of I'm looking down the road. I'm looking to not having my feet not have feeling. 
not having to be on dialysis, not having to check my blood sugar, not having retinopathy. We're not thinking about that. We're only thinking about the moment. So it's saying, yeah, I feel like crap like now, like the nurse, like so many people. Yes, you don't feel good right now. Yes, it's hard right now. Yes, it sucks to go to a a party and everyone's eating crap and you're not. By the way, they ain't getting away with it either. It just looks (laughs) like it. (laughs) That helped me too. Yeah, it's hard when everyone else can have be face down in Christmas cookies and fudge and you're drinking your water and you're logging your food. Yeah, it's hard. But what you feel right now is really worth, is really worth how you're going to feel in the end. And I'll never forget the time that my ex-husband called me a bag of bones. I was so excited, Christy. I'd never been called a bag of bones before. (laughs) And I thought, this is such a great moment for me. (laughs) He was being a jerk, but I took it as a total compliment because I'd never been called small. I'd never been called skinny. And let me tell you something, folks. That moment, how I felt being able to fit into jeans that I feel comfortable in, how I feel being able to walk into my closet and find something that works and not lay on my closet floor and cry, tastes better. Listen to me. It tastes better than honestly anything I've shoved in my mouth. Now, I don't like that whole being skinny tastes better than, you know, nothing tastes as good as being skinny. Well, yeah, well, come on, sometimes. But that feeling of overcoming the weight Mm-hmm. It really does taste better than anything. And it's worth the pain that you're going through right now. Yeah, I know. I heard a comedian. I started to laugh because I said, nothing tastes as good as me. Maybe it wasn't comedian. I think it was me. Nothing I think you made it as up. Good as- of being skinny. And I was like, you ever walk by a Cinnabon? Because that tastes pretty good. You know, like, I mean, come on. They smell no. good. They then smell you taste good. them and you're like, it's an instant headache for, I mean, it's an instant stomach ache for me and headache when I ingest that much sugar. Yeah. You know, one of the tricks that we teach our rebels, because you got to have faith in the middle, is yeah. to take progress pictures along the way. Because as you're going through the grind, as you're doing the journey, as you're losing the weight, and there's only 0.2, 0.2, 0.2 coming off the scale or maybe nothing, and then a couple of days goes by and you feel like you want to give up, you got to look for the non-scale victories. you got to look yes. at how you look and feel in your clothes, how you look every Friday, take a progress picture, do your measurements, use your clothes to help, jeans out of the dryer. We always say jeans out of the dryer. Ooh. How does that feel? Nothing's better than jeans out of the dryer. When they slide on you and you're like, hot dog, this is amazing. You just, you got to look for other things that help because we do, we get so caught up in this, this mentality. And I think that's why we have so many people do the weight loss surgery. Although weight loss surgery, we get just as much weight off someone as weight loss surgery. People still go and do it. They spend the 30 grand or five grand if you're going to Mexico or however, what it is, but, and they take that route because I think it's going to be quicker. Well, and I think they're going to get their results fast. But what I didn't realize is that I have to follow a set of rules being a weight loss surgery failure survivor. Yeah, the rules I have to follow is I have to get my blood drawn every month. I have to get iron infusions. I have to go in for B12 shots. I have to lay down because my iron levels are low. I get tired. Sometimes after I work out, I'm just worn out. Those are the rules. I have to follow. And I'm very healthy. I have to follow those rules now for the rest of my life. So it wasn't, certainly wasn't the quick fix for me. And if I could go back and do it all over again, if I could go back and (laughs) do it again, I'd choose Jesus right from the start. Remember that song? No, I don't remember that one. That's a really old song. Some people will be like, but anyway, but yeah, if you could go back and do it again, if I had to go back and do it again. Uh, But you know, I think Christy, I think our aunt said it best. She said, so what's my option? Stop, gain back the weight. What are the other options except for moving forward? 
gain back my weight, go back to where I was, go back to being miserable and sick for a ho-ho. That is what it boils down to. And I get frustrated when I see people, and I know it's frustrating sometimes, people in our big life group, the one that's got 20, 30,000 in it right now, people say, I'm just so frustrated not seeing results. And I'm thinking, what else are you going to do? You're going to just totally quit and gain all your weight back? So what is your option? What is your option? I, I get, I have a hard time with those kind of comments because it's a kind of, that, I don't know, it's kind of that whiny baby mentality, you know, and instead of saying, all right, so am I missing something here? Here's what I'm doing. Do I need to be doing something else? Just whining? I don't do well with that. Stop whining. You know? No, move forward. That's move the forward. only thing you can do. When you fall down, I used to tell my students, fail forward. You fail, you get back up. As long as you're moving forward with each failure, you're still moving forward. You still have a trajectory. You know, the other thing uh, that I noticed, Christy, is where people have a want it now mentality is let's say they get to goal weight. So let's say Sally's with our program. She loses 50 pounds. She gets to 140 pounds. She looks great. Her clothes fit. Her family's proud of her. She's learning how to do maintenance with Code Red. And you know what is not catching up? Her mind. Because her mind still thinks I'm a 200-pound woman. Uh, 40, 40, 180. Okay. So, you know, 56, you know what I'm trying to say? Her mind still thinks I'm a size 20. Her mind still thinks I'm that big lady that can't fit in the seats. So let me encourage you rebels as well, that it's going to take some time. You can't have a fix it fast mentality on the way that your brain catches up with who you are now. I struggled with this big time until recently, Christy, I had, every time I would have a dream, I would be heavy in the dream. Every time. And it's taken years for me to see myself as a small person. This is obviously a big problem in our rebel community with people. And that's why we created the course Loving the New You. And it is a an online course that we have that you can take. And I'll put the link in the show notes. But oh, you can go idea. to CodeRedLifestyle.com and click on programs, scroll down, you're going to see it. Loving the New You. And it helps you go through a, a series of exercises, not physical exercises, mental exercises, and homework to start accepting because we lose the weight off our bodies, but we don't lose the weight off our minds. And listen, when you've been heavy for five decades and now you're a side six, yeah, it's going to take a while for you to get used to that up in here. Christy used to take pictures of me and be like, do you see this? And I'd be like, Carrie, remember the only reason why you even understood how small you were is I had to put you in the same, my jumpsuit, in standing in my other house at Palmetier right. Way. And I said, I want, I'm going to put this on. And then I showed her how much wiggle room was in the waist when I wore it. I put it on her and I was able, because Harry, Carrie has a smaller waist than I do. And I was able to pull out much more. Look at the amount of room in this jumpsuit. That was the first time you actually were able to get it. And you guys, that was years. It's not like, uh, so please give yourself some grace. Give yourself some non-Amazon Prime mentality when it comes to letting your brain catch up with what's happening with your body. It could be, and honestly, even people that have a lot of weight to lose, Christy, they go through this at 20 pounds. They go through it at 50 pounds. They might go through it at 100 pounds. I mean, so you can actually still be losing weight and getting used to who you are. It's not like all of a sudden you get to a size six and you go, okay, I'm going to get used to who I am. It doesn't, uh, you know, I am more aware, and this is a sticking point for some women, of the attention that I get being smaller than I was heavier from other men. And it's very weird. And a lot of people, that's really upsetting too, as well. They just are like, they're not used to that. Because when you're a, that middle-aged mom, don't nobody look at you at the gym. 
They don't even act like you're there. You're an invisible person. Again, our family member that's losing weight mentioned that. They said, I always felt invisible and now I'm visible. So it's changed. Wow. And it's funny because it's it's not just her size. It's actually her confidence level. That's what attracts people to you, ladies. You listen to me right now and dudes, you listen to me because it's not that you are now a size six and that's why maybe, but it's that you're, you're smiling and you have eye contact with people that you avoided the eye contact before. So there's more going on there than that. Absolutely. And I love that. I was like, wow, you were invisible and now you're visible. So, you know, rebels, as you go through this journey and it really is a soul journey, give yourself some time physically to get used to the changes, emotionally to get used to the changes. And just remember that if you are struggling right now, how you feel right now, even as crappy as it might feel is so much better. You're going to feel so much better. It's worth it for promise you how you're going to feel down the road. I promise you. Anybody that's ever gained their weight back has never said, I feel so much better, heavier. Although Christy, I saw a post the other day of a girl. Oh boy. And in the first picture, she was a toned, you know, size six, eight. In the second picture, she was heavier. She had uh, all, you know, quite a bit heavier. Again, that's fine. And she says, I feel so much better, heavier. And I don't believe it. I I don't, I call crap on that. Yeah. Like I see, I hear celebrities doing that. Like I love myself. I do believe in loving yourself, but don't. And this is what I said about Adele when a couple months ago, when Adele had that big thing come out about her weight loss and I did a, I did a video response to it. I watched it. Don't sit there and tell me that you like yourself heavier. That was not okay and it's not healthy. And so I celebrate Adele's weight loss. and And so for the heavier celebrities to go on, it's them trying to cover up how they really feel. And you should love yourself, but it's diabetes. And when I look at somebody that's heavy, I don't go, ooh, they don't look so good in that swimsuit or ooh, look at their thighs. That is not what I think. I think of them laying in my ICU with a leg amputated. I think about them having a neuropathy and they can't see. I think about them being on the transplant list for a kidney. I think about them with fatty liver disease. Knee replacement. Knee replacement. So it's not about the way you look, guys. It's about the taking your health back in general. And it's just not going to happen instantaneously. And I, we say it all the time. It sounds cliche. You didn't gain this weight overnight. You are not going to lose it overnight. You have to get rid of that quick fix mentality that take a pill and it all goes away mentality. It's the same reason why I bought Fin Fin. It's the same way why I bought Thermaburn or whatever. It's the same reason almost everybody don't get mad at me. Don't get mad at me. But if you walk into a vitamin store and you want to make things better with a pill, yeah, they can sell you a handful of pills, but it's all about what you eat first. In fact, I did hear the vitamin store owner say that the other day in uh, online. He said, I can sell you pills for everything. Like I can help you. But if your job one isn't to clean up your eating and mm-hmm. it's true. So it's the whole mentality of quick fix in our society or who was the one comedian? He was like, people are mad at their phones all the time. I hate ET&T. I hate Sprint. They suck. He's like, it has to go to space and then come back. Give it a minute. And we're so lame. We're like, this $1,000 computer in my hand isn't moving fast enough. Well, it's a computer and it does have to go thousands of miles to space and send a signal. (laughs) 
You know, it, one of the great things I like about our 10 pound takedown challenge is the fact that every single day I come live to you every morning at 8 a.m. Yes. Mountain Time and I teach you about why we believe what we believe. And I teach you about how your body is healing on a cellular level. We teach you so that you understand, even though the stupid scale, which is just one way to measure good health and progress, might not have moved that morning because your four-year-old kept you up, by the way, but maybe that scale didn't move and you did everything right. Still, there are so many amazing yes. things happening literally every minute in your body when you eat real food, drink water, and sleep. Yes. And it's so important to keep that in mind, folks. It's so important not to beep, beep, boop, boop. Okay. And it's here. It's just gonna, <laughs> it's gonna take some time, folks. And if you can keep that in mind and start to shift your heart and your mind. And Christy, I would encourage, it sounds hippity dippity, but I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it with every eye closed and every head bowed. <laughs> I knew you're going to laugh at me. <laughs> Be present. <laughs> Be present and you can laugh, but I want you to be present in the moment of losing weight. Be present on this soul life journey that you're on. Be present for every pound. Don't wish, just be present for it and your body will relax and thank you. And trust me, it'll let go of the weight faster than if you're stressed out about it constantly. You know, I did a podcast called Your pain is someone else's gain. And so as you're going through this, take notes, take pictures, because if you come work for Code Red as a coach someday or a leader, you're going to want to have that documented and it's going to yes. mean something to you. Having to work towards it is going to mean something to you. And if you're going to think twice, you know, we give a hundred pound loss trophy. We give a crystal engraved trophy to people who have lost a hundred pounds on Code Red if they've done it through a custom program. And I'm hoping that 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 trophy is going to remind them sitting on there, you know, remind them of the great accomplishment, but also remind them of the grind so that they don't want to gain that weight back. They got to adhere to the rules. So I had a couple of reasons for wanting to give that trophy, but you got to just be okay with the journey and take yeah. notice and, and do your time and do the grind and you're going to do it and you're going to make, but it ain't going to happen by tomorrow or Sunday. Yeah. Don't Amazon prime it folks. We love Amazon prime. Trust me. They oh. know Carrie and Christy real well, oh. but it cannot instantly be delivered to your home. It's going to take work. Through that work is how it's going to change your heart. And that is really the value of this. It's not being a size six. It's what comes inside when you change your way of thinking about life. Yeah, that's so true. Now it's not appropriate to make this joke, but I'm going to make it anyway because I can't help it. I said, I said, like someone said, hey, I live in, can you come out to where I live? And I was like, out that far? I was like, listen, if it's past the mall, I Amazon Prime it to my house. I ain't going out that far. I'll go out that far for a funeral. I'm not going out that far. I'm just going to Amazon Prime it to my house. So seriously, I do it too. Carrie does it too. I know. Now, now is not the time when it comes to weight loss to want something Amazon Prime. We really hope you guys grasp this concept because it's screwing up a lot of people who are upset for no reason. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. How you feel now will be worth it when you get what you want later on. It mm. will be worth how hard it is right now in this moment. It will be worth it later on. Trust us on this. Yeah, we've watched thousands of people. We've had 45,000 people at the time of this recording go through our 10-pound takedown challenge and thousands of people go through our custom programs. We know what we're doing. We can get you through this. This is the one thing that we do the best at. This is our jam. So we know what we're talking about. You guys need to trust us. Join the 10-pound takedown challenge. That's the best place to start at 10poundtakedown.com. Link is in the show notes. Thank you, Carrie, for being with me today for this. This You're was welcome. a fun one. 
Oh, thank you so much. And I hope you guys all just really enjoy the journey. I mean, that sounds cliche, but it's true. I really want you to enjoy it. (laughs) Stick with Amazon Prime when it comes to your Ultima and look, you know, like your Your toothpaste, your your toothpaste and gum. All right. You guys (laughs) have a good one. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. If you're a Code Red Rebel and you haven't already downloaded your free Code Red Lifestyle on-the-go guide, then now is your time to get a copy. This guide will teach you how to stay Code Red approved even with your crazy life schedule. To get a copy right now, all you need to do is open your podcast app, go to this episode's show notes, and click the link to get your Code Red approved on-the-go guide. So I will see you on the next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle.